0: Here we go. All right, everybody. Good morning this morning. I have uh, morning. Shanita's here. Good Morning, Shanita. Good
1: morning. Happy to be
0: here. Got my coffee. Uh, so we were talking about earlier, you said that we had a few, um, we had someone who's part of the, the congregation, part mm-hmm. and they're suffering from demon attacks. Okay. And uh, just real quick, give me like five seconds of that scenario there. Because we want to talk about this.
1: They've identified that it's a result of satanic ritual abuse, and they have numerous personalities. And so they suffer
0: continually.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. And here was the question. This is what I want to address this morning. And we're going to go into what I believe God has given me to share with you. Uh, And by the way, welcome, welcome. Uh, So good to have you guys. Um, So here's the way it is. Satanic ritual abuse, okay, that was happening even during the days of Jesus, before Jesus, after Jesus. Today, it, it, is, it is Satan's attack on people. Uh, it mm-hmm. was back then, it was a ritual. Today, it's a ritual. They had, matter of fact, back then, they had child sacrifices. I mean, it was running rampant. So mm-hmm. the demons that Jesus dealt with, these are the demons we deal with today. Okay, uh, demons don't uh, go away and then uh, transform and come back as a different demon. These these demons have been around. So the point is, people ask me all the time. They go, David, look, I, I suffer from, from satanic ritual abuse, as if it's some type of special deliverance, as if you've got to go to some uh, deliverer, someone who's like qu- qualified to. And this, I laugh about this, and I'm going to explain. Uh, you know, I'm gonna explain what I mean. Uh, so, and by the way, thank you everybody for being here. Thank you uh, for being here on uh, YouTube, David Heavener TV, Facebook. It's so good to be with you. This morning we're talking about uh, uh, demonic warfare and also exactly what does that look like? People talk about, well, I have satanic ritual abuse. You know, I've got a certain kind of demon. I've got, let me tell you about d- d- deliverance here, okay? And what's really important for you guys to understand is anyone can deliver, okay? Anyone can be a deliverer, even though I don't like that word, deliverer, Uh, Shanita. It's demonic warfare. The power of God, if you're a true believer, if you are a child of God, you have the power of God in you to what? Heal the sick, cast out demons. Uh, preach the Word of God and raise the dead. There is no certificate that you're. someone's going to send you in the mail that says, I'm a deliverer. So the thing with satanic ritual abuse, uh, I want to point out here, which I think is very important uh, because people bring it up, is that it is nothing more than a demon attacking. Now, with satanic ritual abuse, Uh, It's important to understand that once you are delivered of the demon, that uh, you need to be healed. And this, Shanita, you talked about, uh, someone asked about a counselor. uh, Because, and and counselors are great, and counselors are good. But counselors are good for healing. Uh, Most counselors are not uh, into um, demonic warfare, though, there are some who are so I don't know does that make sense uh, you know what we're what we're talking about here
1: I mean a lot of people regularly will get inquiries saying can I come to you for deliverance
0: right 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 and, and this is what I'm trying to get at is there there is nothing uh, wrong with saying can I come to you for deliverance uh, there's nothing and it's not that I don't want to deliver people or you deliver people or anyone to deliver people. It's just that our job is to teach people that you are a deliverer. OK, so uh, you don't have to seek out a deliverer. You can seek out a child of God uh, who has the understanding that they have the power. OK, it's and, and you, we have to understand these last days. Now, I want to use this as an example. Now, you're hearing my voice. The sound of my voice okay that's like most people listening to god it sounds like this but when you're uh tuned into god and you're with god and you're connected to god not just listening but you're communicating back and forth it's going to sound like this let me give you an example all right do you see the difference in sound there
1: Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. you
0: see when we understand god's way god's will how god works it's so much clearer so jesus said two things there were three things that i saw in in demonic warfare shanita number one was uh, they tried to cast out a demon but they couldn't and jesus came on the scene he cast the demon out they said why couldn't we he said in most translations this type of demon requires it requires prayer and fasting okay so I want to go back to the people of SRA that are dealing with satanic ritual abuse, which I have a heart for because we do this a lot is that you can have people praying and fasting, praying and fasting. That is biblical. It's, it's in scripture. That's what Jesus recommended. That's what he talked about. Jesus also asked the name of a demon. Okay. There was an account where he asked the name of a demon. Uh, folks, sometimes sometimes, you gotta call out the name. Now, I don't, there's a lot of, you know, conjecture on why Jesus called the name out. And I don't wanna get into that right now because I have a specific thing I feel like God's given me. But Shane, does that make sense that Hmm. satanic ritual abuse is not some special kind of demon that basically it's demonic attacks uh, from demons, usually through the person's sexuality. A lot of times when they were young, but but it requires after you've been delivered. It requires a healing. There's a multiple personalities. Uh, you know, we talked with mm-hmm. Russ Are they 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 require a healing? Okay. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to to share that. Does that does that make any sense?
1: Yes. Yeah. And I I agree with having a, an accountability partner or some. Someone in your community that you can work through the healing with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But but I want people to understand that that we have to model it as Jesus did in scripture. Jesus cast out demons, then he had his 12, he commissioned the disciples, and then he had the 72 that he sent out. Okay. And from that it multiplied, and here we are today. Does that, does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. We have to model what they did. We can't get off into this modern day deliverance service as if Sunday evening at seven o'clock we're going to set some event to cast out demons. No, demons go when God says they go. You don't have a church right. service and say, Well, I've got to wait until Sunday night so I can get this mm-hmm. demon out. No, demon goes, and that's just the way it is. So, all Amen. right. <laughs> Amen. Seven and uh, yeah, exactly. All right, Shanita. Well, God bless you. And we're going to well, have thank you. prayer Did you requests. want to
1: address the other um, topic that came well, in?
0: Well, I thought we would do that uh, next week. Um, gotcha. And we could do that. But uh, yeah, we'll have some right? prayer requests later on today. So uh, yes. uh, all right. Thank you for chiming in. I love you. All right. Uh, so folks, I-, I want you to go to Isaiah 40, 29, 31. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, Uh, Maureen's here, uh, Melinda's here. We've got a whole bunch of people. Isaiah 40, 29, 31. This is for you. This is for you. This is all of God's warriors. It's for you. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Are you feeling weak? He's given you strength. You feeling weary? He's given you power. I'm telling you right now. Verse 30, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. Okay, young people get tired, all right? But you and I, I mean, a lot of us are older people, but I'm praying there's young people listening to us. But I look at my son, he's 16, all right? At the end of the day, he plops into bed. He's dead tired. You know, I stay up another couple of hours, and then, of course, when I wake up at 5 in the morning, everybody's still asleep. Why? It's not me. its I ask the, the power of God to come into me. I ask God to give me strength and folks, I've seen it supernaturally. You know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, but uh, and I don't take any medicine. I don't do that. I mean, I drink coffee. That gives me some power, but not, not the kind of power I'm talking about. And I have a little piece of garlic in the morning too. So now we say, God is like garlic. It's good for you, but it offends a lot of people. Um, that's why i think god and garlic kind of go hand in hand uh but anyway so so i pray god's strength into me i pray god's power into me and so i'm able to do things i notice that even young people get tired verse 31 those who hope in the lord will renew their strength they will soar on wings like eagles they will run and not grow weary they will walk and not be faint that is you that is what i want to give you this morning uh, i love you i appreciate you guys being here uh, on with us and i tell you you are my family um i have a family and i love my family um not all my family are believers okay hardly any of them are um, or they're believing off somewhere in left field but but like jesus said he said i want you to look around uh, this is my family, okay? The people, you're my family, okay? God has given you to me and me to you, and we are each other's spiritual family, and we want to support each other. Uh, Raven's here, Mindy's here, Melody, Dennis, Denise is here. Thank you so much. God bless you, Denise. And, and so that's why we want to uh, support each other. So I want to give that to you. But I want to ask you a question. Are you enlisted? Have you signed up? Are you a real member? You know, many people that call themselves Christians this morning, that are going to churches all over the country, all over the world, they think they've signed up. They think they've enlisted. But really, they haven't. Well, they have signed up and enlisted, but not exactly to what they think they have signed up for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about being a soldier for God. You and I are God's soldiers. In these last days, we're the ones that are in warfare. We're the ones that fight the battle. We're the ones that can, that can roll up our sleeves and show our battle scars. But many out there think they've signed up to God's army. They don't even know what God's God's army is. And this is what we're going to talk about this morning. So you have two armies. You got the army of God. And you have the army of Satan. There's only two, folks. There are not three. There is no middle ground. You either are enlisted in God's army or you're enlisted in satan's army well david i'm in god's army really yes because i was born into a christian family you see i go to church every week you see i'm pure because well you know i don't do the things that sinners do okay let's talk about that Two armies. You're either in God's army, Satan's army. And we're going to talk about how you know that you are in God's army. First of all, go to Timothy 2, 3, and 4. Timothy 2, 3, and 4. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. What? Join with me in suffering? Folks, this is the first clue if you're in God's army. Do you suffer like I suffer? Do you feel the bumps in the road? Do you, uh, are you in a war? Are you fighting demons? Are you in a warfare? Or you just kind of feel good? Talk to my seminary friend. I talk about him a lot because I meet with him especially when I want to test my patience and test my anger. Because why? Because he's so religious. He says, David, I, I know that I'm walking with God. And I said, really? How do you know you're walking with God? Well, because I don't have any problems. <laughs> I said, you don't have any problems? What, what Bible are you reading? What what, what what God are you worshiping? Where are you getting this nonsense? Folks, this is what they're feeding people in these seminaries. I call them cemeteries. Verse 3 of Timothy, Timothy 2, verse uh, 3 says, Join with me in suffering. If you're suffering, if you feel the bumps, you're in a war, baby. Because if you're God's, in God's army, that means you are in a war. But if you're in Satan's army, well, you're not going to feel anything because it feels good. See, the modern day church system says, oh, well, we're going come here and we're going to make you feel good. You know, we're going to we're going to take care of you. Of course, they will. The religious system, they will take care of you all the way to the pits of hell. And this is what Jesus talked about. Verse four, no one serving as a soldier Gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Okay, number one is do you suffer? That's a good sign you're in God's army because you're fighting the war. This suffering is not a pain of God, I don't like this. No, you love it because you, you're you not serving God because you want to. You're serving God because you have to. You have no choice. People say to me, David. Why do you do what you do? Is that something you want to do? Do you want to really get up and make people mad and say the things you say? I say, no, I don't want to. I said, but I have to. Because I'm called to not make people mad. I'm just called to tell the truth. I'm called to blow a trumpet. I'm a watchman and you're a watchman. And this is what we do. And in... The process, it makes people mad. Why? Because it's like uh it's like the politics. You got the Republicans, Democrats. And in there, you have rhinos, people have been there all their lives, and that's the religious system, been doing the same thing over and over again, expecting some, No, they're not even expecting a different result. They just want to do it over and over again. And then I come along, and you come along. We're misfits. We don't fit in. And we say something different. You know, I don't mean to make people mad in the church. I just ask questions. That's all. I just ask a question. Don't I have a right to ask a question? And they don't like it. Why do you have to come here asking these questions? I said, well, did Jesus do this? What do you mean, did Jesus do this? What's that got to do with it? Don't you understand we're Baptists? We're Methodists? We're Catholics? Depends on what... The denomination says, get out of here. How do you know you're enlisted? Because when you sign up, you have issues. Why? Because you're flesh. You come again. it's a spiritual warfare, folks. Yes, I have issues. You have issues. Of course we do. We're soldiers. You better have an issue, baby. Or you're fighting the wrong person. Because Satan wants to take you out. You're in a war zone. But it's how you respond to those issues. Let me say that again. In a war zone, you're a warrior. You fight a battle. But it's how you respond to those issues. We give it over to God. We, He is our commanding officer. Like Timothy 2 says, Verse 4, no one serving a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, rather tries to please his commanding officer. Folks, we're constantly wanting to please God, and we don't get caught up in the world's rhetoric. It's nonsense. It's a time waster. If it ain't about God, then it ain't about me. They went looking for Jesus when he was, I think, 12 years old. Couldn't find him anywhere, his parents. Three days gone. Finally, they looked in the synagogue. He was listening and speaking at 12 years old. They said, son, why did you do what you do? Why did you run off? We didn't know where you were. He said, didn't you understand? I am about my father's business. Not monkey business. But my father's business, folks. There's just way too much monkey business going on now. Monkey business in the world, in the church. It's time waster. we got to stop wasting time. Time is short. You see, relationship with God says you're in a war zone, but I, God, will take care of you. Relationship with God says you are in a war zone because you're my soldier, but I, God, will take care of you. Because I, God, am your commanding officer. No, I'm not saying I'm God, I'm just saying God is saying that. God is your commanding officer. He's my command. He's the one we rely on. He gives us the orders. We we don't make a move until God tells us, and we move in the direction that he wants us to go. That's what relationship says. But religion says, I'll give you tricks and secrets to avoid conflict and trouble. God says, You're in a war zone, but I will take care of you. Religion says, I'll give you some tricks and secrets to avoid all the problems. Do you see the difference? One candy coats it. I call it the Cotton Candy Jesus Club. Melanie says, I'm living proof he will take care of you. Uh, give the battles to him, baby. That's right. Just give it to God. You know, I'm in a war. I'm in a war zone. I'm a soldier. And I'm going to fight that battle. But you know what? I'm giving the results of that battle and what happens within that battle to God. And Does that mean I'm going to sit down on a couch somewhere uh, and, and watch TV and veg out and forget about the battle? No, baby. They'll take you out. You, gotta, you, you, can't, you can't stop fighting. That's the problem with a lot of Christians. Well, I'm just giving it to God. He's fighting it for me. No, he's not. God's not fighting it for you. You're fighting it for God. But God's taking care of it. He's got your back. The power of God is it. It's like, let me ask you a question. Why in the world would God transfer the power of Jesus to you and I if God was just going to fight the battle for us? He wouldn't have to do that. He could just do everything for us. No, you fight that battle, but you give the battle to God. Like Melanie says, we are the remnants, says Maureen. Warriors are called out. We are the remnant. We're, uh, I'm going to say we are uh, Navy SEALs. We're God's SEALs. We're the Green Berets. We're the Recons. You see, we are the elect of the elect. Am am I bragging? I'm bragging on God, not on me. But you and I, a select few are called out in these last days. We can't stand the fact that people bastardize the character of God, can we? Doesn't it just drive you crazy? When the church system says God is something and God ain't, doesn't it drive you crazy when they're doing crazy stuff that doesn't have anything to do with God? They've made up their own religion. Let's see the signs of being a soldier. There's always signs. It's God's signs and devil's signs. These signs will accompany those who believe. Let's talk about those signs. First of all, if you believe, you're a soldier. If you believe, you are a soldier. Now, believing doesn't mean I just acknowledge. The demons do that. Believing means I acknowledge, I follow, I am dedicated. God is my commanding officer. You believe. You be for God and you leave Satan. Believe. Be for God and leave Satan. Do I like that. I think God just gave me that. Believe. Sorry, I have no drink coffee. Mark 16, 17, 18. In my name, here's the signs. In my name, they will what? Drive out demons. That's a sign. You're a soldier. You drive out demons. You don't tolerate demons. Jesus didn't speak in new tongues. They will place their hands on sick people. You will heal people. You will command a healing in Jesus' name. And they will get well. Also says, Jesus talked about, he said, you will preach the truth and you'll raise the dead. People say, David, if you raise the dead, well, I I think God has used me to raise dead people. Spiritually dead people. All right. Now I'm waiting for the day that I I believe that, you know, uh, God used me at one time to raise a baby back from the dead. She had quit breathing. And God used me, put my hand on her in a subway. Mother was crying. I said, can anybody help me? This was years ago, folks. I didn't have what I have now. I was brain dead. And I looked in the subway, and a woman was down there. She was with her baby, and the baby was, I don't know, a year old. And there were must have been 20, 30 people just standing around looking at her in shock. They had this look on their face. And I looked up to God, and I said, God, I said, can, can you please heal that baby? Please, God, do something right now. She said the baby's not breathing. God said to me, I don't need to do anything. You're my soldier. You do it. I said, okay, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking for a healing, something like that. I stood back like 20 feet, and I said, I'm asking for a healing. God said, that ain't good enough. I said, what do you mean it's not good enough? He said, you, my soldier, walk over to that baby, and you lay your hand on that child, and you command a healing in my name. I said, "Lord, do I have to do that? That's embarrassing." But I did it. I walked over. I put my hand on the baby. Jesus' name. We're coming. We're asking for a healing, calling for a healing. All of a sudden, the baby started breathing. The mother looked at me. She said, "Are you a preacher?" I said, "I am." I said, but ma'am, I want to tell you something. I did not heal that baby. God healed that baby. Give your glory. Give glory to God. Give your allegiance to God. He saved your child. I never saw the woman again. But that was a sign, folks. That was a sign of a soldier. And I had to be honest with you. I had to tell you that I was embarrassed to... To go over and do what God told me to do. But I did it. I did it. That was many years ago. Let's talk about fake signs. You want a healing? I got a fake sign for you. Let's go put a bunch of medicine in our mouth. Let's go to some doctors. Let's look and let's worship the medical system. Big pharma more than we're going to worship God. That's a fake sign of healing. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't be healed through man's medicine under the umbrella, under the guidance, under the commander and chief of God. Yes, you can. But when we look to big pharma and we start worshiping big pharma and forget about God and make that, we're dead. You can forget it. You're on a slow, slow train to death. I've seen it. I've seen people do it. 37 kinds of medicines my mother popped in her mouth before she went to be with the Lord she knew the truth I talked to her she struggled but it was, she'd gotten into it so deep they gave her one medicine to cure supposedly one thing and then they had to give her another to for the side effects of the first medicine they gave her. it's insane that's that's a fake sign that's Satan's army of healing you want another one? I'll give you another one. Programs. Yeah, uh, are you suffering from addiction, alcohol, drugs, sex, food? Go, go to a program, go to AA. Go to SA. I don't know, FA, is that food anonymous? I don't know. Go to a program, make that program your God. Forget about the living God. Just go to a program. That's a fake, fake deliverance. Now, let me explain something to you. Do I think AA can be good for people? I think that if someone acknowledges God as God and goes and they talk to people, and there's a 12-step program, this 12-step actually can help people. But if you rely on that as your God and take God, a oh, higher power? Really? What higher power? Satan's a higher power. Higher than what? I'm not talking about a higher power. I'm talking about the highest power. Now, when someone sits down in AA, which I've been to AA, I've been to SA, I've been to all the A's. I've been to AAA. But when somebody sits down in AA, or any of the A's, and says, I'm going to talk about my highest power, the only power. Now we're talking about something. Now you've got my attention. But when people go around the circle and whatever higher power they have, I don't know, higher power in what? A pen? Give me a break. Again, nothing wrong with counseling programs. Nothing wrong with them. Unless, of course, they come from a place of satanic darkness, of course. But I'm talking about talking to someone, having steps you can follow. But that's not your God. We are soldiers. Our allegiance is to the commander in chief. My steps are the Bible. All right. Satan has an army. Let's look at Ephesians 6 12. Of course, he has an army. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We have to be in God's government, not man's government. Have you seen the condition of man's government lately? Just, it, I'm telling you, it's it's like a soap opera on steroids. Uh, and the reason that the government is in the place they're at which is all messed up is because the preachers the 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 the, the church system has well the church system has never been with god but it's because preachers have dropped the ball see when we have it right spiritually everything else starts coming into balance you know I don't have a problem with Muslims, Hindus, Hare Krish- Krishna's. You know, I don't have a problem with them. Why? Because they don't claim that my father, they don't even acknowledge my father, my my true father. They don't bastardize his name. Well, they might talk about Jesus, but they, they don't know the real Jesus. I'm talking about the church system that says that they have God, the, a market cornered on the living God. In other words, they take the God of the Bible, our our father, our commanding officer, and they manipulate the word of God to where they've created their own religion, their own Bible, but yet they'll say this is God under the name of Christianity. Now, that's a war. And this is a war we're in, folks. Healing. Medicine. Stay away from the medicine unless God's in it pray over your medicine if you've got medicine you put your hands on it in jesus name i'm praying over this medicine first of all god give me the wisdom to know what i take what i don't take he will give it to you then pray over that medicine any evil that comes out of it will come out of it once you sign up you train how do you train that's what we're doing we meet every sunday we train folks when I'm sitting here, and God could use, by the way, God could use a donkey if, if it wasn't me. would be funny to have a donkey sitting here. But I just happen to be here, and God's using me, and God's using you to witness to me. So we train each other. God is training us through each other, right? The problem is you have ranks in God's military. You have privates, you got sergeants, lieutenants, generals, I'm kind of skipping over them. Some of us want to go sign up to God's military and jump right into a general. Oh yeah, right into a general. I know everything, I can do everything. I don't need to listen to anybody. Like babes, milk. Pray to God, say, God, take me up the ranks. I'm not talking about religion. religion. I'm not going to be in a deacon or usher or some position in a church. I'm talking about when you sign up, let God do the promoting. God will take you to a level when He sees you fit to go to a level. He did me for 20 years. He kept me as a private. Yeah, low ranking. Why? Because I was brain dead. I wouldn't listen. I don't know where I am now. I'd like to say I'm sergeant, lieutenant, general. I'm not going I don't know. I'm just here. Why don't you guys tell me in chat what you are? Are you a private? You a sergeant? You a lieutenant general? If you're private, it's okay. Privates are great. You got to have them. That means you're just starting out. That means you're just learning. Maybe you're like me. Twenty years in the church, still a private. All right, but are you a sergeant? Have you moved up? Are you a lieutenant? Are you a general? The generals are at the top. They're willing to take the hits. They're willing to die for their platoon. Okay, so you're in the army. The problem is you're in the army, you're not suited up. Every soldier has a weapon. You see, the soldiers put on helmets, they got, some of them wear bulletproof vests, but do you have on God's armor as the soldier? Ephesians 6.11, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Folks, how can we take our stand against Satan? If we do not have on the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate plate of righteousness, shoes, peace on our feet. But this isn't a goofy piece. This is the power of God. And a belt, the belt of truth that holds everything together. And the sword of God. That is Scripture, the Word of God. These are our weapons. This is our armor. And why do we do it? Why are you and I soldiers? Well, first of all, our allegiance is to God, our commanding officer. But second of all, let's go to 1 Peter 5 9. 1 Peter 5 9. Get your Bibles. 1 Peter 5 9. Resist him standing firm in faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. Folks, we do it for God, we do it for our family. You're my family, I love you, God loves you. We do it for our family. There's so many people out there hurting and hungry, and there's people in other countries, even in this country, in your country, that are being persecuted. They're being imprisoned. Some are having their heads cut off. They're standing for truth. They're standing for God, while this modern-day apostate church system bastardizes the name of God and dries up in their SUVs and sits in their comfort 40,000-seater church. We've got our family, warriors out there that are suffering. I stand for you. I stand for you. I will not back down. Do it for God. Do it for your family. See, the power of God is in you. It's in nobody else. Nobody else has the power of God. Only you, only I. He gave it to us. But there's a price to be paid for receiving that power. You say, wait a minute, David. Jesus paid the price. Yes, I know he did. He paid the ultimate price. But I'm talking about there's a price that you and I pay. We abandon our lives and we live for our commanding officer and for our family. See, the price is that we take off our civilian clothes and we put on the armor of God, the weaponry, because we're soldiers, we put on the outfits, the uniform, God's uniform, and we ready ourselves for battle. 2,000 years ago, a price was paid on a cross. Pure, innocent. God's only son died for you and me. We didn't deserve it. We still don't deserve it, but we thank God for it. It was given through the blood of Jesus. Every drop as Jesus hung on the cross and it fell from his body and hit the ground, I believe it had our DNA in it. As Jesus hung on the cross, I believe every name crossed his mind, your name, my name. He thought of me. He saw my face. He saw your face as he went through excruciating hell. And the Father looked down. And I believe with tears in His eyes. Looking at His Son on the cross. Knowing and hearing God, the Son, say, Father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? God had to turn away because He loved you and I so much. Loved
2: you and I so much.
0: I want to sing a song and softly and tender, tenderly Jesus is calling. You know, I love these old songs. They've been proven throughout time. I'm not putting down some of the new some of the new songs, but folks, some of the new songs Satan has entangled himself in. And we need to be pure. We need to be simple. I believe we need to go back to simplicity. This is a song, it's very simple. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling.
2: Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling. For you and for me, see on the portals, he's waiting and watching, watching for you and for me. It's time to come home, soldier. Come home. Come home come home, ye who are weary, come home, earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling, O soldier, come home.
0: say, David, I am God's soldier, but I went AWOL a long time ago. This morning, God's calling you to come home. He has his arms open for you. He's been waiting softly and tenderly. Just right where you are, get on your knees. As tears roll down your eyes, say God I'm coming home for
2: you for, for the wonderful love he has promised promised for you for me and though we have sinned He has mercy and pardon, pardon for you and for me. Sing it with me, soldier. Sing it. Come home, come home, ye who are weary, it's time to come home. Jesus is calling, calling, oh sinner,
0: come home. You say, David, I don't know the Lord, I thought I did. Right now, as you're on your knees, look to God, you say, God, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. You sent him. But not only do I understand and I realize and I proclaim that, I'm going to follow him, Lord. Congratulations. You are a child of the living God and you have come home. You say, David, Will understand I'm suffering. I've got addictions I'm trying to beat. You're still a child of God. Right now, we're gonna pray for you for each and every person out there. Bring it to the cross right now to the throne of God. (sighs) Father, right now we lay down our addictions. You know what they are, our weaknesses. Take them Lord. The addiction to drugs. We give it to you. The addiction to sex. The addiction to alcohol. The addiction to food. The addiction to lying. The addiction to unforgiveness. Lord I'm giving you my loneliness. Fill me God. Fill me right now. Lord my family is shattered. They won't talk to me. I haven't talked to them in years. I'm ask, asking for a for a restoration of my family. And Lord, I have family and friends that are not saved. I stand in their place right now. God, you're a God of miracles. We're asking for miracle right now of salvation for our families.
2: Everybody, sing it with me. Come home, come home, you who are weary, come home, earnestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling. Oh, soldier, come
0: home. This morning, God is calling his soldiers to come home. Excuse me, I've got to grab a Kleenex here. I said, well, I won't cry this morning. God, don't ever tell God you're not going to cry, because you'll start bawling, okay? Um, Folks... I want to share this with you. It's very important that you may be like me, a misfit. You don't feel like you fit in, that you ask questions. But let me tell you something. You are God's most important soldier. God is using you in these last days. God loves you. He wants you. He needs you. I'm going to say need. God is God. He's a really need... But he but the harvest is great the workers are few and i want to thank you for being a part of this ministry without you i couldn't do what i do first of all your prayers and your financial uh, support i thank you for it i really do if god lays it on your heart to donate to this ministry i would certainly welcome that we're just little people doing a big task but the money goes into everything not to us but to the ministry to getting the word out to people we have that help sra victims human trafficking Um, we 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 deal with people the church won't deal with Uh, these broadcasts that we do and and all the time it takes um and and the, the things that we create for the people um if you could go to david heaven or forward slash give consider making a donation maybe you might want to be a a monthly a giver um david uh heaven forward slash give and then um we've got our of course our books and uh the um the dvds that we talk about uh, i just again i want to share them in case someone's new i know every week i do this but there. are we're always looking for that one sheep out of the 99 aren't we this exposes the antichrist uh, in hollywood but all over it deals with sra um, uh, it deals with uh, satanic ritual abuse astral projections the story of my life in hollywood mind control Uh, god has used that book to really help a lot of people Uh, true power how to use your true power in these last days um it It's really helped people. And um, if you would like a copy, I want to get you one. This is the End Times Eight Hours End Times Investigation with me, L.A. Marzuli, Russ Dizdar. Um, uh, I mean, Stephen Vancars, Lisa Haven. There's so many people in here, and it deals with uh, Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, the One World Religion, uh, End Times Miracles, and Signs and Wonders. And how to differentiate and of course this is the new episode uh episode two uh one of last evangelist episode two is coming out if you'd like any of these go to david forward slash donate uh, give sorry david forward slash uh, order or call 844-806-0006 or text the word chosen to 91 Uh, 999 Uh, also don't forget about last evangelist episode two we're almost finished with it but we still need your help go to LastEvangelist.com, and we're starting episode three now um i love you guys and i appreciate oh by the way i want to bring something up here it's really important uh this is uh the new t-shirt uh this is uh my vaccine is the blood of Jesus. You see that? And you turn it over. And this is the whole. I love this. The Holy Spirit. My booster is the Holy Spirit. We have these t-shirts available too. You can order them. And uh, I don't know if she wants to chime in or not. If she does, fine. Otherwise, um, <coughs> we'll uh, catch you guys next week. Um, I believe this morning people have been healed. Um, and... Uh, Oh, it's actually coming into the door.
1: i in. I was waiting to get in the other way. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yes, we do have some prayer requests today.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. bring yourself in here so okay. people can see. Um,
1: for Ashley and for Darno. And I think there are lots more that I just can't see right now. But we are praying for you, for Melanie's daughter, for Lori's daughter, and brother and dad, and restoration for Melody's family. All right. Awesome.
0: awesome. Thank you, Shanita. God bless you. We're praying for each and every one of you there. Um, we want to pray for you, David at DavidHeavener.com. Put in the subject line, pray for me. And let's, uh, as we go, let's sing the song one more time. Softly and
2: tenderly, Jesus is calling. Softly and tenderly Jesus is calling calling oh come home earnestly tenderly Jesus is calling calling oh soldier
0: come Home. Everybody, sing with me.
2: Come
0: home,
2: come home, all who are weary, come home. So. Holy soldier, come home.
0: Okay, soldiers, all you soldiers out there, I love you, appreciate you being here. Um, God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow night, uh, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to sign up, DavidHavener.tv. Please go there. We have... It's, it's the place that we're always going to be. Please support it. We're like a Netflix. And, uh $17 billion. But we have over 900 shows. Telling the Truth programs. Davidhebner.tv. Alright. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And we'll see you next time. Just remember. You never li- really lived. You found someone worth dying for. Christ Jesus. Underneath our commanding officer. Worshipping him. And praising him. God bless you.